Na grace we nyankopono oyo nyame Paribas Paribas
Mere, hey, Obit is a Sabama. And you may want to know, 
She said, I'm off your strength. When you're in the Patata, you're a pedo who you're in your bow. You're a system. Hey, where are you sitting? Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom afternoon, wonderful people of God. Shalom afternoon, church. Please, I believe you are all doing well. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. I thank God for your lives. By the special grace of God, myself and my family, we are doing well. The Lord bless you and favor you all in the mighty name of the lord jesus hallelujah hallelujah i want to specially welcome all of you to the second day of our 14 days prayers and fasting experience which we all know that the theme is building capacity hallelujah by the special grace of god yesterday we laid a foundation on building capacity we understood that one of the things that we should build in order to experience whatever the lord has purposed for our lives is to build our faith we also understood that in the increasing and the building of our faith one thing we should take note of is that the Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So it is through the word of God that we build our faith. And I made us understand that when it comes to building your faith through the word of God, there are basic foundational truths that you need to understand. And the first thing speaks of your true identity in Christ. Your true identity in Christ. Hallelujah. And I made all of us understand that that is the first point of attack of the enemy whenever he comes against any child of God. His first point of attack is against your true identity in Christ. So what you first need to build and understand is your true identity in Christ. And that forms the foundational block of your faith. Hallelujah. And also I made us understand that in the building of faith, we should not forget our consciences. According to what the word of the Lord said to us in the book of 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 18 and 19. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Please can you all hear me? All right, all right. So we also understood according to the book of Testimony, chapter 1, verse 18 and 19. That when it comes to the building of our faith, we should not neglect or ignore our consciences. Faith is strengthened or destroyed through our consciences. And according to what Paul was telling his son Timothy, he told him that inasmuch as he's building himself, even in his faith, he should not forget his conscience because some of the people of whom neglected their conscience in relation to their faith and they made their life a shipwreck. Hallelujah. Great. Now, we also spoke about building capacity in the area of increasing your knowledge in your calling. Increasing your knowledge in the area of your calling. So the first thing you need to also know in this area is to know where God has called you to be. We are not talking about where you are aspiring to be. Are you listening to me? We are speaking of where God has called you to be. Very, very important. Now, we live in a generation where a lot of people have their own plans, they set their own goals, their own objectives and everything. In as much as it is not evil, most of the goals that we set for ourselves can actually go against the will and the purpose of God for our lives. Hallelujah. So, for example, someone can decide that I want to travel, but when you look into the plans of God, it might not be what God has purposed for that person. Now, inasmuch as traveling is not an evil thing, it is against the plan of destiny that God has for this person. So if the person travels, we all will clap and say we thank God for that. But then when you go into the archives of God, it might not be the will of God for the person. That is the main reason why you should always be careful of what men see and what people normally clap for. Because men will not be God, and God will also not be man. Are you following? Most of the times, what men accept as right, most of the times, might, might be what God has not accepted at all. So we should be very, very, very careful. Especially in this area of Africa where we find ourselves, traveling abroad has become one of the most amazing things we know. And whenever somebody travels abroad, you think the person has arrived in destiny. And this thing has actually formed a very strong mindset in, in the minds of many people. That even when they get to know the truth in destiny, they just can't take that thing out of their minds. So it doesn't matter what they know about destiny, 
still deep inside their hearts and in their minds, they think traveling abroad is the best. And once you travel abroad, you are you are fulfilled destiny. We need to be very careful and be very prayerful so that we don't let traditions and the worldly systems influence the destiny that God has purposed for us. Are you listening to me? Great. Now, today what I want us to understand and pray about is building capacity in prayer. Building capacity in prayer. Building capacity in prayer. Very, very, very important. Now, the first thing I want you to understand, can you all hear me please? Someone said the sound is a bit far. Is it okay? It is really here, so... Alright. Good. Building capacity in prayer. Building capacity in prayer. Now, I want you to have this understanding. One thing you should understand about prayer is that God has a very foundational reason and purpose for prayer. God has a foundational purpose for prayer. Are you listening to me? The main goal of prayer is not to ask for things. The main purpose of prayer is not to ask for money, not to ask for, for open doors. No, 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 no. If that is the only thing you think prayer is about, you have been deceived at a point. And you might not be able to experience all that is in Christ and all that God has invested and purposed in prayer. So you need to first understand why God actually made prayer. Are you following? Great. So hear me, child of God. In the very plan of God, how God made man, things have actually changed. When God made Adam and established him in the garden, Adam was not like we, used, we are right now. Adam was not like us. And because of how glorious the nature of Adam was, God actually had a certain relationship with Adam. And in the dimensions of scripture, you realize that according to the word of God, most of the times God will visit Adam in the garden in the cool of the day. And God will sit with Adam and have conversations with him. Now, this was the kind of relationship that existed between Adam and God. But along the line, Adam disobeyed God and ate of the tree that God asked him not to eat. And the Lord said to Adam that in the day that you eat of this, you will die. And I think several times have given us little understanding on what death is from the perspective of God. Now, from the perspective of God, Death can be seen in different definitions. 
the first one speaks of a man, or let's say when we say something is dead, the first definition of death speaks of the disconnection from God and his purpose. Once a man is disconnected from God and the purpose of God, even for his life, he is dead. Are you following? Good. Now we all know that when Adam ate of the tree, they said, okay, so the first definition of death from God's perspective is when a person is disconnected from God and also disconnected from God's purpose. That is the first definition of death. The second definition of death is when a man becomes carnally minded. So according to the word of God, to be carnally minded is death. And what does it mean for someone to be carnally minded? The word carnal actually speaks of the word self. It also speaks of the word flesh. So when a man begins to think of himself only, when a man begins to, begins to think of fleshly things all the time, he's seen to be a dead person. Are you listening to me? definition of death speaks of when someone leaves his abode and does not return again. When I say abode, you are talking about your dwelling place. When you leave your dwelling place and you don't return again, it is seen that you are dead. And this actually applies to the normal death we know as human beings when somebody dies when we say somebody is dead according to this definition what that death actually means is when man first leaves his abode or his dwelling place his house now we all know according to the book of second corinthians chapter 5 verse 1 downs the word of the lord declares second corinthians 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1. The Bible says, For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved. Now, Paul is speaking to the human body. This physical human body is what Paul is speaking about. And he calls it the earthly house. And Paul said, For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. So one thing you need to understand is that Hallelujah. Good. 
So one thing you should not forget is that this, your physical body is a house. And you are actually the one living in your house. And that is why you should not also forget that when we are talking about the true human being, you are not necessarily this body. But you are your soul. Are you following? Your soul is the real you that is dwelling inside this house. So whenever someone dies, it is seen and it is said that the person has left his house. So whenever a human being dies in the spirit, what has actually happened is that he has left this house in which he dwells. And that is what we call death. That is one definition of death. Are you following? So when God actually told Adam that if you eat of this tree, you will surely die. Adam ate of the tree. But then we did not see God burying Adam. We did not see Adam's body lying down lifeless, as we normally see when people die. So what kind of death did Adam actually die? Because definitely, when he ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, according to the word of God, he died. Are you following? Good. Now, the first experience of death that Adam had was a disconnection from God and his purpose. So the very moment Adam ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, he was disconnected from God and also disconnected from the purpose of God. That is the first experience of death. And the second experience of death that Adam had was that he became carnally minded. He began to think only of the carnal flesh. And the third dimension of death that Adam experienced in the latter period was that he left his house. Are you getting it? And when we speak of you leaving your earthly house, we are talking about physical death, which we normally see. So Adam experienced all the three dimensions of death, but in different times and in different moments. Are you following? Now, speaking of the first dimension of death that Adam experienced, he was now disconnected from God and the purpose of God. And do you know, one of the reasons why he was disconnected from God was that God loves to dwell in the body of man. That is the original idea of God making man. Are you listening to me? That he will form the body of man and make it a glorious temple that he will dwell therein. Don't forget what I'm about to say. It might sound a bit heavy, but relax and listen. Are you following So according to God, even though God is in heaven, but what you need to understand is that when we enter into spiritual technicalities, heaven is actually the throne of God, not the home of God. Are you following me? 
So in the book of Isaiah, verse, Isaiah chapter 66, verse 1. Isaiah chapter 66, verse, verse 1. He said, Thus saith the Lord, The heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that ye built unto me? Can you see this one? And where is the place of my rest? According to the question that God is asking, he has a throne and he has a place of his footstool. But he's looking for a resting place, a dwelling place. And he's asking man, where is the place? Where is the house that ye are building unto me? So don't forget this spiritual technicality that heaven is the throne of God. Now, when we say the throne of God, we are not talking about a big chair. Like the way we have pictured throne as human beings. We, we picture throne as a very huge chair that some a certain king is sitting on. You see, if that comes in your mind as a picture, it is because you learnt it from the human point perspective. Are you getting what I'm saying? But anybody that has not come to this earth and dwells in heaven, when the person hears the throne of God, they don't think of a throne, a physical chair that somebody is sitting on. No, 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 no. If that is so, how come the whole heaven, where we have over zillions of angels, we have 24 elders, we have four living creatures, we have plenty beings, the whole heaven is the throne of God. The whole heaven is God's throne. When we speak of the throne of God, we are, we, are, we are not talking about a chair. We are talking about a system. Are you listening to me? Okay, let me say this. Do you know that when you go to the Ashanti kingdom, we have Otunfo Oseitutu. And... Is the one that is the king of the Ashanti kingdom. Do you know that when you see Otunfo in U.S., it does not mean he has left the throne. When you see him walking in the United States of America, he's still sitting on the throne of the Ashanti kingdom. Are you getting what I'm saying? But you don't see him sitting on a physical chair. What it means is that the throne is not the chair on which he sits. The throne is a system that rules, a system that reigns over a jurisdiction. Are you getting my point? So when God says heaven is my throne, what he's trying to say is that the whole heaven is a system that he has set up to rule and reign over a jurisdiction. Very important, you need to know this one. Then he said the earth is his footstool. When we speak of the footstool, we are talking about the place where power is exerted. The place where power is manifested, demonstrated, and exerted. But then, God is looking for a house. I don't know if you're my point. Let me explain further. You see, 
when you enter into the office of maybe um, the Minister of Foreign Affairs in Ghana, when you enter into his office, that is, you will, you will see the throne of God. Unless you see um, the, the seat that the person actually sits on as a minister. So when you enter into the office, that person is known as the Minister of Foreign Affairs. But the person does not sleep there. The person does not live there. Are you following? So heaven actually is like the office of God. Where he, he, he rules the entire universe from. But God wants to have a place like a house. Where he can have children to himself. Where he can have a wife to himself. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? So that in that house, he will be called a father. So that in that house, he will be called a husband to his wife. I don't know if you are getting my point. If you catch this secret, eh, you will know what is going on throughout the scriptures. Because there are many of you who think that at the end of all things, we all will be in heaven and will live in heaven forever and ever. Go and read your Bible again. That's not what the Bible is saying. Maybe you are, you are hearing it for the first time, so you will doubt it because of the things you have already heard. Take your time. Go and read the scriptures. Hallelujah. All this while, God is actually looking for a body to dwell within. And that body is God's house. It is the house of God. Are you following? All this while. And that body that Adam had in the beginning was a body that God brought therein. But the moment Adam ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, he became flesh and blood. What it means is that that glorious body that he had left him. So God couldn't dwell therein. And he became flesh and blood. And the moment he became flesh and blood, different spirits started looking for that kind of body to dwell therein. And listen to what I'm about to say. It was only when man became flesh and blood that the agenda of male and female coming together to bring forth a human being came in. Are you listening to me? Let me explain further. So that you will know that do you know that this is your physical body that you have? Your father has a hand in it and your mother has a hand in it. I hope you know that one. You know that certain parts of your father were borrowed and certain parts of your mother were also borrowed. They came together to form you. But according to the word of God, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1, the Bible tells us that 
we know that if the earthly tent we live in is torn down, we have a building in heaven that comes from God, an eternal house not built by human hands. That means that there is a certain body that God is creating. And that body that God is creating, your mother does not come in, neither does your father come in. But this body, it is God that is building. And he's building this body. Let me say it. Let me say it. I wanted to keep quiet on it, but let me say it. Kobana <laughs> Mahasaya. I don't know if you are getting my point. Are, are you all listening to me? I'm about to say something. It will sound a little bit heavy, but relax. And listen. In the heavenly systems and in the spiritual system, for a body to be formed, we need a dimension of masculinity and another dimension of feminism to come together to form a body. <laughs> are you listening to me? And when we say masculine, we are not talking about man as in a male human being. No. Because even God himself, there's a dimension of God that is masculine and a dimension of God, there's a dimension of God that is feminine. I don't know if you are getting that. And you only understand some of these things when you give ears and you have much more understanding about the Hebrew tongue. So that you will know that every word in Hebrew is either masculine or feminine. Every word. So whenever you hear a word like Michael, when you go into the original Hebrew manuscript, it is either it has a, a masculine background or a feminine background. Are you following me? So when the Bible speaks of God and his names, or let's say the attributes of God. Hallelujah. So some of the attributes of God are masculine and some of them are feminine. For example, there's a dimension of God's glory called the Shekinah glory. Shekinah glory is a feminine dimension of God's glory. That is why even when you are naming children, you don't name a male Shekinah. Are you following me? And the other, the other dimension is the El Shaddai. When we speak of El Shaddai, we are talking about another feminine dimension of God. And it speaks of God, the multi-breasted one. The one that has plenty breasts that can feed all humanity. And we all know it is only a feminine that has breasts that can feed nations, not a masculine. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you see, all these things will let you understand that there are masculine dimensions in God and feminine dimensions in God. God made it that way. So when you see a man and a woman, you will not be confused. Man and woman are two dimensions of God. 
I'm trying to let you know why we pray, but I need to lay this foundation first. Hallelujah. Now, when your body was supposed to be formed, because Adam fell, everybody that came out of Adam had a fallen body. And that fallen body had to come from a fallen man and a fallen woman. Are you getting the point? But this fallen man and fallen woman, the Bible said when man became flesh and blood, they could not inherit the kingdom of God. Meanwhile, the main assignment that God gave to man on this earth was to make sure that the kingdom of God is established on the earth. But right now that man has become flesh and blood, according to the word of God, we cannot inherit the kingdom of God. So in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 50, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 5050, the Bible says that, Now, this I see, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither does corruption inherit incorruption. But I tell you this, brethren, flesh and blood cannot become partakers of it. You see the thing? So you see, we, once you become flesh and blood, you cannot inherit the true kingdom of God. So God had to now find a way of changing this flesh and blood to a glorious body. Now, this flesh and blood, so you see, whenever you hear of flesh and blood, there is an inheritance. So when your mother and your father gives birth to you, you inherit something from them. And that is why we have become like this. Are you following? But then God also wants us to experience and establish his kingdom on the earth. But we have become flesh and blood. So how then can we experience and establish God's kingdom whilst we are still flesh and blood? That is the main reason why God sent the Holy Spirit. So the main goal of the Holy Spirit is to change this mortal body, which is flesh and blood, for it to become the glorious body that God is making. I don't know if I get my point. So let me hit it on the last point. When you, you needed to be born to this earth, your mother and your father came together to give birth to this body. Are you following? Now according to the word of God, in the book of Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 and 5, God was speaking, God appeared to Jeremiah and God was speaking to him. And according to what God said, he told Jeremiah that Verse 5 said, Before I formed thee, before I formed you in the womb, before I formed you in the womb, what it means is that the formation of the human body takes place in the womb of a woman. We'll go into all these maybe some other time so I understand the formula that is in the womb. Are you listening to me? So before Jeremiah
fire was formed in the mother's so when it comes to a child being born first the man will introduce his sperm cell into the woman's ovaries and the very moment fertilization takes place we also know what we call implantation where the fertilized ovaries will now enter into the uterus and begin to grow from that realm and whilst it is growing we call it the formation so formation takes place in the womb of the woman but formation cannot take place when the man has not introduced his part of the sperm cell into the woman's ovaries are you getting what i'm saying this one is normal integrated science what it means is that for anybody to be formed there must be an introduction of something from the father and also a mingling of something from the mother. So if God is preparing a certain body for us in heaven, then this body that God is preparing is coming from the two dimensions of God, the fatherhood dimension of God and the motherhood dimension of God. The fatherhood dimension of God is called the father. And the motherhood dimension of God is called the Holy Spirit. So the Father will introduce the Word, then the Holy Spirit will brood over the Word and hatch it or form it into a body. Are you listening to me? That is why when you read 2 Corinthians 5 verse 1, the Bible tells us that God is building a house, which is a body for us. But when you also read the book of Romans, Chapter 8, verse 11. Romans chapter 8, verse 11. The Bible said, But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Now, this is what is happening right now. There is a body that God has created. Or let me say, God is forming. And that body is not our physical body. Because our physical body was made by human hands. Your mother and your father came in. But according to the word of God, God is forming a certain body. And that body, I've already told you, it is a house. It is a building. Are you getting the point? And according to the scriptures, God is forming that building that is not formed by human hands. Only God is doing it. And he's doing it in two dimensions where his dimension as a father has what he's doing. And the dimension of him as a mother in the realm of the Holy Spirit has what he's also doing. And in the realm of the Holy Spirit, what God is doing is that this physical body we have, he's giving life to it. Because this physical body is called a mortal body. And the word mortal means anything that can die. Are you following? Please, is the sound okay? Because some people cannot hear. I don't know whether it's from my side or from their side. It's fine. Then please... Kindly check your side. I 
Are you following? Good. So now let me show you one of the main reasons why we pray. The Holy Spirit is changing this body of death. But let me tell you, without the Holy Spirit, whether you like it or yes, you will die. Are you getting my point? Without the Holy Ghost, whether you like it or yes, your soul will run out of this body. A time will come, you will definitely leave this house without the Holy Ghost. And without the Holy Ghost, there are many things that can happen to your house. Sicknesses can trouble you. A whole lot of negative things can trouble this body. It doesn't matter how smart you think you are, that you can take care of your body, even though that is needed. It doesn't matter how smart you think you are. This body will suffer. Because there is something working in this body that it can only take the life-giving spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, to handle. And that thing is called death. It is in this body. No matter who you are, so long as you are flesh and blood, you carry death inside you. Are you following? And it takes only the Holy Ghost to give life to this death body. And the giving of life to this death body by the Holy Ghost begins to change the body for it to suit that body that God has already given us a picture in heaven. Hallelujah. So take note. The main reason why we pray is to be clothed with the glorious body that God is preparing for us. Are you following? The main reason why we pray is that this mortality will be, will be clothed with immortality. The reason why we pray is that this physical body will now put on the spiritual body, the glorious body that God is preparing. That is the main thing, the main purpose for prayer. Are you listening to me? And take note. This glorious body that God has already prepared for us in heaven, we are still experiencing dimensions of it through the Holy Spirit. Because He is the immortal Spirit of God that is working on our mortal bodies to become an immortal body. So we don't just say God is preparing a body for me in heaven, so let me just go through anything on this earth. No, that's not what the scripture says. Are you getting my point? What it means is that 
even though your glorious body is being prepared in heaven for you, but then you, this physical body must also be changed to suit what God is preparing. It is like this. You have a magnet that is on a table and you have another magnet in your right hand and you have lifted that one above the one on the table. The magnet that is on the table is your physical body that is going, that is undergoing a certain change by the Holy Spirit so that it will suit the other magnet or that body that is in your right hand. I don't know if you are catching the picture I'm trying to paint. Good. Now, the more the one that is on the table is preparing itself to look like the one that is in your hand, the more the one that is in your hand also comes down to meet the one on the table. I don't know if you are getting the picture. So when you are holding the magnet in your right hand and you are bringing it down close to the one that is on the table, what will happen? You realize that the one that is on the table will quickly jump up and meet the one that is... Are you getting the picture here? Exactly. That is what it means. So we are... What is happening here is that the Holy Spirit is preparing us so that when a time is coming, when we shall become one with that body that God is creating for us. And it is something we can experience its dimensions whilst we are still on this earth due to the working of the Holy Spirit. Are you following? For example, Naturally speaking, you cannot be carried out of your body and will be traveling into different countries to see what is happening and to cause changes that were, that were made many, many years ago that is influencing people's lives negatively unless there is a move of the Holy Ghost. Are you getting it? So as we begin to experience some of these things, you realize that it will start affecting your physical body. So according to the word of God, Philip began to preach. And when he finished preaching, the Holy Ghost will carry his entire body. He will disappear and appear in a different place and preach again. And the Bible said by this, he, began, he preached in many cities. So he will preach here. When he's done, he will disappear and go to another place. Naturally, it is an impossible reality. Are you getting what I'm saying? It is an impossible reality, naturally. But when the Holy Ghost is at work, that is how your glorious body in heaven should have been. You remember when Jesus died and resurrected from the dead, according to the word of God, he appeared to about 500 people at the same time. In the book of Luke chapter 24, the word of the Lord spoke about that. He appeared to about 500 people at the same hour, the same minute, the same second. In, a, in just a split of second, 500 people are seeing Jesus in different places at the same time. That means Jesus became multi-locational. 
He was at many places at the same time. And that was the function of the resurrected body. And when we say a resurrected body, we are talking about a body that has received life. And that is what the Holy Ghost is doing. So a time is coming, some of you will start seeing me appearing and disappearing. It is not juju, it is God. Are, are you following? A time is coming. It might not only be in your dreams that I will appear. No, I will enter your room physically. And what you are believing God for, I will drop it in your hands and go back. At that time, I am not an angel. Just that my body would have been changed to be like the body of angels. But I'm not an angel. I'm, I'm still a man. And it is not only me. It is the reality of every child of God. Are you following? One of the reasons why sometimes God will use men of God to do these things is because he has placed them as leaders so that followers will look at them even as they are also looking up to Christ. So you see, the more you pray, the more natural things need to die for the supernatural to become natural. So I love what said Roth was. He said, naturally supernatural. Naturally supernatural. Ah. Ah. Something will happen. I'm telling you. Hallelujah. The more you pray, I remember when we were in the university, I think the year 2015, there was a guy in a certain hostel called Senate Hostel in UCC. My goodness. When I heard about the guy, I thought it was a lie. So I went to meet him personally. The guy can use his, his hand, his right hand, to charge a phone. Kumasayata. <laughs> I thought it was a lie. I went there to meet him. I gave him my phone. He held it and he closed his eyes. I started seeing the, the battery percentage increasing. Less than two minutes, I was at 89. Meanwhile, the battery was originally at 20 something. This is not something I heard up. I, I was there. My own phone. My own phone. I wanted, to, I asked the guy, what is the secret? He said, prayer. His, the voice in Nina looks like that of a lion. Something has changed in the guy. And when it's time for deliverance and he touches you, you feel some heavy vibration inside, like, like electrical shock. Something, something. My God. Let me tell you, there are people in this world, eh, what prayer has done to them. Prayer will change you. I'm telling you, prayer, it will change. It will start reconfiguring your nature. It will let it look like that of Christ. I'm telling you, a lot of impossibilities will become possible. Naturally, naturally. There are people, you, they will pray and pray. They will drink poison. It will never have any effect on them. Because there has already been a change in their bodies. If you still become so natural, poison will destroy you. Are you getting what I'm saying? 
This is why we pray. We pray so that the glorious body that we have in heaven, we will start manifesting it here on this earth. And let me tell you, if you begin to pray and you realize that this is how, you remember when Paul was captured into the third heavens. I said this yesterday, God revealed Paul to Paul. <laughs> when Paul was taken to the third heavens and he saw who God has already made him, when he came back, he began to groan. He said, ah, so this is who I am and I'm struggling here. He began to fire prayer. He groaned. He began to groan. And for days, for weeks, no natural food had touched the mouth of Paul. And he was not complaining. Because there was something that his eyes were gazed upon. Oh. And it was through this that a venomous snake bit the hand of Paul. Spilled out poison into the, the veins of Paul. Paul shook the snake into the fire and he continued preaching. Hey. So the question is, where did the venom pass? Where? Where? Let me tell you, this is one of the secrets also of Holy Communion. You don't take Holy Communion and still be the same. There is an error somewhere. Are you getting my point? You don't take the body of Jesus and the blood of Jesus and still be sick. Something is wrong somewhere. It is either you have not descended the body well. or You, you see, they, they did not teach us these things. I'm telling you the truth. They did not teach us. They did not teach us. They told us that when we pray, we are asking for things. You don't know. You don't know. Is it bad to ask for things? No. But that is the lowest level of prayer. The lowest level of prayer is to ask. Go and read your Bible. It said, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek, you will find. He said, what? Knock. These three are, are levels. They are levels. The first level is to ask. You, when you grow to a point, you will not ask again. You remember when Paul met Christ and he went blind for three days. There was only one question that Paul asked the Lord. He didn't say, Lord, open my eyes. <laughs> He said, Lord, what would you have me do for you? What do you want me, Paul, to do for you? Just tell me, I will do it. Just tell me. Some of you, that God, you open my eyes first and let's talk. Hiya. I'm telling you, the way we are serving God, let's change our mindset. I'm telling you, we'll keep on suffering. Let's change the mindset. I'm telling you, answer today, one breakthrough will come. Then after two weeks, a trouble will hit us. The life will not acquire up and down. And then we are happy tomorrow. We are sad every time. Is that not what our lives have become? Today we are testifying. Tomorrow we are crying. Every single moment. What is wrong? What is wrong? We are not praying. That's the... That's the we are not praying. And whenever we want to pray to, we are asking only for things. When we pray to, we are asking only for marriage. Meanwhile, we don't even really know the purpose that God has set for marriage. But when we are praying, God marriage you, marriage you, we are being moved by our, our own sentiments. 
that when you are single, people will start pointing hands at you. So you just don't want people to point hands so God should give you money. See, see, see. See, see, see. Oh, answer me now. I said, see, see, see. session they will not come you call for prophetic meeting uh, the place will just be a big jam here thing the piece of one thing they are grosser now they can tell you there is a plot of death come and pay this so that we can use it to man to your own self. I'm telling you. You become a strange man to your own self. There will be no secret that God will not open up to you. Mm. Every prophecy will be a confirmation of what God has already told you. That is why I said, Yama, the deep world you might also. That is why the Biomu a person. I'm telling you. Because when you go into the realms of God, the, the work of a prophet is not necessarily to prophesy in book. Prophesying is a gift that every believer can walk in it. Even though the prophesying of a prophet will be totally different. And there is a reason why. Because his spirit has already been wired as a prophet from the foundations of the world. And one of the goals of the prophetic spirit is that it will be moved into the ages past. Even it can travel into ages before it was born. So you see a young prophet that was born in 1993, that God can carry the spirit into 1865 and correct a mistake that was made that is affecting a family and a generation. That is what we call the prophetic spirit. Right now people tell you you are going to be great. Then no, pay an amount of this so that we can use it to also in our country and we can now hope. Let me go with him back. Now, who was so? Who was so? You just know with Jimmy Kaku Faba this year. Because you don't know your true identity in Christ. We are not saying Satan cannot plot evil against people. Satan is always plotting. That guy is always there. We need the Munyan non plotting. He's a plotter. He's a planner. But you man, man, you know, you can see you man, how you obey yes, man, you know. Your own assignment is to pray. Are you listening to me? Put your bomb on fire. And that is the reason why this week, if you are here and you don't speak in tongues, by fire, by force, you will be baptized in the Holy Ghost. By fire, by force. I'm telling you. Are you listening to me? Now, once you get to know that this is the main foundation for prayer, you will not cease praying. And you get to, this is why Jesus will always make that statement. Then men ought to always pray and not to, That means if you stop praying, you faint. 
The very moment a believer stops praying, you have legally given Satan the right to cause troubles in your life. You can cry to God and say, God, why is it I'm suffering like this? Nothing will change. I'm telling you. So don't, that's what Paul will tell you, pray without ceasing. You see, hey, if you pray without ceasing, sometimes you five minutes, five minutes, and I say, when you move in, you have been deceived. You don't know what prayer is. When you move in, prayer. Are you listening to me? That is why you should learn to pray in the Holy Ghost. Learn to pray in the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you. Hallelujah. Haven't you prayed in tongues continuously for one hour? And after that, a certain thing entered you that you didn't know where it came from. Have you experienced that before? I said, you don't know where that thing is coming from. But I said, all of a sudden, somewhere, somehow, there is this joy that fills your heart. When they even tell you bad news at that moment, you don't take it so bad like you would have taken it when you have no prayed. You know what I'm talking about? See, the main reason why we keep suffering is because we don't pray. Your mom pie. Your mom pie. We don't pray. And I want to tell you this. Increase your prayer capacity this year. Are you listening to me? Increase your prayer capacity this year. Okay. Whether good or bad, we will pray. We don't pray because we feel like praying. Some of you, that's your problem. You always wait to feel prayer before then you start praying. You will be there. Are you following? You see, when I was when I was growing in the things of prayer, there were many temptations I fell into. And I sat down and I did my calculation. And I'm a table and some said, ah, this is how the guy works. Whenever my prayer life goes down for four or five days, then there is a serious temptation coming. And Satan knows that if I continue to pray, that temptation will never come near me. So he will start killing your prayer zeal. And once he starts killing it, the more you become carnal. I'm telling you, the more you cease prayer, the more your human realities, the more your carnality pops up. And immediately, he will throw an attack at you. And when you fall in that attack, sometimes it can take two years before you can rise. He knows this. He knows this. So Jesus will say, pray so that you don't enter into temptation. Are you listening to me? Now listen to this before we fire prayer. Oh, may the Lord baptize you with the fire of prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus. I said, may the Lord baptize you with the fire of prayer. Let me say one thing that Satan is using to disturb many people, even in prayer. Some of you, 
when you pray, you don't pray with your heart and with your mind. Let me tell you, if you want your prayer to be effective, hear me carefully. Don't be thinking about unnecessary things whilst praying. Satan will come after you with those thoughts. Learn how to shut them up. Else, I'm telling you, your prayer will just be noise. Are you listening to me? Say so you are praying in tongues. How are you? Hey, it's been a long time. You, you are not praying. You are not praying. You are not praying. That's not how we pray. You go and ask Jesus. So the word of the Lord said in the book of Mark chapter 1 verse 35 the Bible said and in the morning rising up a great while before thee he went out and departed into a solitary place and there he prayed. See Jesus was with the disciples he woke up and he went to hide somewhere why didn't he pray among the disciples? He knew that at that moment, Peter would wake up and start asking questions. Hello, this is prayer. Let me go and hide somewhere. I am dealing with destiny. Are you, are you listening to me? That is one of the reasons why sometimes in prayer, you should get a place that you know this one it is between God, myself, and my destiny. We, we die here. We die here. Oh, God. I'm telling you. Some of you, your problem is that you cannot pray alone. But when you are in church, that is when people begin to, you know, motivate you to pray. You are not serious. You are not serious with destiny. At this stage, you are looking for motivation. Hey, you need to be very careful. And, the, and your problem is that you want to you want to feel something before you pray. You see, don't to feel some of you when you begin to listen to some songs, then you, you are energized. Then I'm not saying it is wrong, but you need to learn how to start prayer from your mind and from your heart. Build up a certain mindset in such a way, whether song or no song, I will pray. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. There's somebody listening to me. You have started chatting with a certain girl. And whenever you are chatting, you begin to feel some lustful things in you. If you don't rise to kill that thing in prayer, it will kill you. I'm telling you. What a name and I grow this year. Let me tell you something, man. Yeah. This year, Satan is very aggressive this year. I'm telling you. He will launch something at you that you find it difficult to come out. Listen to me carefully. He's very aggressive. He's just looking for one opportunity to hit. So don't give the devil any chance. Are you listening to me? 
don't give you see you are you are in a relationship with a certain guy and he says he wants to sleep with you before he, he marries you catch and he said maybe your mouth has shifted what did you just say you want to sleep with me before you marry me you know the one you are talking to my friend get out package yourself in a christ-like way some of you the way you package yourself is the reason why anybody can just come around you and say nonsense because you now you are desperate for marriage oh pray you just want a man to come and marry you you are not serious. You think marriage is destiny? Who told you? Do you know many people who have gone to hell because of marriage? If you don't know the purpose of this marriage and you don't know the sufferings in the marriage, I beg you, relax. Wait. Wait. They wouldn't leave. Even financial hardship in marriage alone, if you need the, you know the troubles it can cause. Huh? If you know the troubles and don't point me the bar, you will take your time and build strength first. Two of them into the age now now they call. Man of God, I'm not growing any younger. I need to marry. But the call is here in Casa. Open so quick. Call. Rabu show in this one. Amen. Let me, this, this year, I'm very serious. Bro. And this, I'll be throwing the fire and the bombs uh, throughout the year. Hallelujah. If you're a young guy this year, are you listening to me? It is a year of kingdom wealth. There is so much power and grace to be wealthy this year. Are you listening to me? Start praying. God will speak to you about things. Hey, start making investments. Save some money. Do this. And pray. Are you getting my point? What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Huh? Some of the ladies they, you are working with, even the permit they will use or to three weeks nasa anointing oil. Kubaku eight hundred and sixty-five Ghana cities, and you are the one buying it. You are not serious, young man. See, if you marry this woman and you are spending on her, that is your wife. And anybody that will say nonsense behind that person's own mouth. But you are not yet married to the person. You are spending this amount. You have not even bought a single Christian book in the year. But you have already paid for a lady's rent. We need to take your, your brain to the washing bay and wash it and dry it in a dryer for three days. Something is wrong with you. It is not an insult. <laughs> and listen, now that this year, now, oh yeah, if a young lady and you are connected to me, 
by the special grace of God. Whatever I never catch and say, hmm, Daddy, what this guy has done to me, unkenye na midi mishu mishu pa midi mishu na no no. You will see. Who the men to us? Who the bra? That some of you listen. I told you, based on what God is preparing for you, don't enter into a relationship now. If you do, you will get pregnant. If you do, you will waste your destiny. Okay, they will never listen. They will base on feelings and go. Remember, we are catching feelings, you know. Say Obama so in the SCO and listen to what the feelings will say. Amen. Oh, they know themselves. And I know I'm talking to all of us too. The two for we are tea. Not the two for we are in tea. Nicodinsim Hulu. Who didn't say Hulu? We are. Fako, mammy. Fako, papa. Name you, we are consonant dorsal. In pensim, who be a beam at ye. More mass of what you might dorsal to talk. What then is the purpose of the counseling and the advice you have been given if you will not listen? Amen. Who have more fans? Who fans? I know. Say, yet day, yet day, somebody will be will be home better. Yet day, will be home better. Now, me dey make a media we. To be a near breadroom. Now they say, oh, the man of God prophesied that we will marry. So whatever we do, be a koso, koso, ane koso. Ina me be. Hallelujah. I don't know what you see. Eh? Oh, may God help us. You see, mostly when I'm beginning to say some of these things, eh, I use my own life as an example. I'm telling you. And I nearly wasted my destiny. It took the grace of God. For me, the, and my problem was that I didn't know the schemes and the devices of the devil. But when I went through tough moments, through my own character, and God began to help me. <laughs> this is the reason why, eh? whenever God connects you to a pastor whom Satan has troubled for years, that God has delivered him out of the troubles of the enemy, it is a sign that God doesn't want your life to be wasted in that same direction. Are you listening to me? If Satan troubled my life in relationship and I begin to teach you things about relationship and you don't listen, you are doomed. I'm telling you. Because I might be the best person to let you know this with the help of the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you. That's why sometimes we use, up, we use practical examples, our own life examples to teach you these things. For you to know that you see, don't enter into these things, they will waste portions of your destiny. Are you following? 
I know you see, this year meaning power that some of my daughters have already told you don't enter into relationships. I know. Match grammar. You match yourself with a certain guy. I know. I mean, when I see some of these things, I will never talk unless God asks me to talk. And yes, sir, I mean, when I talk to, I'll talk, yeah, sister, you're careful. I've seen this, this. So last last Sunday in church, some of the hair, I See, I told them, are you in a relationship or not? If you lie, you are in the house of God. And almost, just say, the, the number of people that I told them not to be in a relationship, they were all in relationships. And you want me to talk? I won't say a word. Mm. And you see, I'm, this year I'll be so flat and on point with my statement. Now with three and you now conyin see king. Ubi mramaka se uka sorry we na nipa kon see the missy channel is on. Uka sorry we now kwa kun uba sorry mu ya chichirin kofo say we are forcing them to follow the will of God. Uba ya chichirin kofo. Why don't you go straight to the person? You want to come and talk about the pastor? You come and meet me. Even God, He wants everybody to be saved. But in Kofonam Club, Namin Kotichiro Omoe, and then Namin Chuominam Miguas or Edem. Listen to me carefully. This is the year you should never joke with your weakness. Don't joke with your feelings. Are you listening to me? Because if you do, it will trap you. This year, make up your mind. I will never feed my mind and my soul with, with, with chaff. Stupid movies. Are you listening to me? Be sexual things. Satan wants to destroy your destiny. <laughs> I'm serious. This year, the way I'm serious, because you see, Satan is a foolish fool. That guy. And if we don't, near Yanis said he will use one casa to destroy your destiny. Hey, yeah. I'm telling you. Or the worst say our destiny, as if he's not the one doing it, but you gave him the chance. So open your eyes this year. Are you listening to me? Sir, visitation. No, let me come and visit. Are you an angelic visitation? Huh? You are going to visit who? What is wrong with you? Are you a washing bay or you a laundry? Huh? 
you. If you're a young man and you don't know how to cook, better look for some recipes on YouTube <laughs> and, and start cooking. Or look for a certain anointed eating place and eat from that place. Yes, when you go to YouTube, sweet ajili is there. Better on pancake, yeah. <coughs> I'm saying also, what they could do be a chino sister, you know, in the median, no, I pass Yo, yo, lady can be a diane or china, you name the other car, be very careful. Amen. Put restrictions on your life. People will say, I don't When you go to the, the temple that Moses built for the Lord, the tabernacle, there was a bread called shoe bread. I will show myself now. We have shoe bread in the Bible. Amen. You see, there was a certain lady in our class. I will never forget her. Her name is Teresa. That lady, by 7.30 p.m., she will be asleep. 7.30 p.m., the girl will sleep. 7.30 p.m. every evening. Throughout our days and our years on campus, you will never find her outside around 7.30 something. Mm -mm. It doesn't matter what happens. She will not come out. 7.30, she'll be asleep. And by 12, she'll wake up. She will never sleep again. She will study. She will pray. She will do everything. She'll be the first person to come to class every, anytime we are going for lectures. The first person. That is why when they, they fix something whether in class or in church that will go beyond seven, she will find ways and means for the thing to be changed. And I'm telling you, when we completed school, she had first class, 3.8 something something, medical laboratory science. Right after school, whilst we were doing our national service, she had scholarship to the U.S. She's in, um, I think, South Carolina or so. And she went to do what we call Amplified PhD. So it is three years, but the first year for Masters and the other two years for PhD. Right now she's done. She's completed her PhD. When you look, when you see a very slim young lady. And it was when she was in level 400 that she accepted a certain guy to be in a relationship with. But even their relationship, when you look at it, it does not look like a relationship. Like the way some of you do your own relationships. You don't have time to go to the beach. You don't have time to sit here. And they understand each other. 
the guy too had first class because the guy too had the same mentality. In our class, the guy too had first class. Right now, he's also doing his PhD in Canada. And these are people who love God. They love God. And they love God. Is that not beautiful? Say your relationship iPad. Just relation relationship with what is wrong with you? Amen. I know some of you will never like me this year. Mm, I don't need your like. I just want you to take what God is saying. That will be the most blessed thing I would ever receive from you this year. Even if God prompts you to sow seed to me and you don't want to sow, Fausika. Amen. I know that some of you God God told you to sow seed yesterday. He said suffering can say me the means so be a fat. Amen. You see, there be a Every year that is ahead of us has glorious things God has purposed in that year. That is always higher than the previous year. Are you listening to me? I'm telling you. So this year. What God has purposed for you is higher than what he planned for you last year. And anytime something glorious is coming your way, Satan will also plan something evil against it. Don't forget that one as a child of God. That is why you should not be praying the same way you used to pray last year in the year 2024. Things will not work like that. Increase the prayer fire. Don't wait for lunch prayer fire before you pray. Pray! Are you listening to me? If Satan brought 25 attacks last year, he will bring 50 this year. And it is not something that you should be afraid of. When you pray, there will be no fear. Satan will not change from Satan to a good person. That It will never happen. That one is in the hands of God. He will always be against us. So be very careful. Whenever you feel good and you don't want to pray, there is a problem somewhere. Satan has not changed his mind concerning you. Are you listening to me? That is why when he attacks your, your menstrual cycle and we pray for you and you get healed, we have cut off his hand from your menstrual cycle. The next week, he will attack your finance. When we cut off his hands from your finance, the following week, he will come to your health. 
tracing at every point that you are still his target and you want to find every area of your life to attack so when you are free in your menstrual cycle don't relent in prayer there be a night and that's what many christians do when we are, when a certain breakthrough happens we can stop praying for like a week oh, we are always celebrating because we are married we are really Hey, be careful. Be very careful. Company four comes at you and my refill. And never shall say you call you pet one shake your ribby film pipe. Be careful. Are you following? One thing about prayer, eh? We pray with our heart. The Bible said, a heartfelt and continued prayer of the righteous man maketh tremendous power available. A heartfelt. Are you getting my point? When we are praying, pray from your heart and let your mind be fruitful in the prayer too. Are you getting my point? You can't be praying once you are thinking about a mutuone, a tizet, and you are still saying, shalaba, laba, shalaba. They are grown. I'm, I'm very serious. <laughs> Especially that some of you, when you are fasting and you are in prayer, when you are in prayer, once you are praying, Abba, Abba. easy after six pm heavy. We will not see any change in our lives because your prayer was not heartfelt. I'm telling you, eh? when a man begins to engage in a heartfelt prayer, now you free time or so. That's the first sign of a heartfelt prayer. Your focus will move out of time. You will not be thinking about the time again. The first sign of a heartfelt prayer. And the second sign of a heartfelt prayer is that you, all of a sudden, every part of you, your emotions, your reasoning, every part of you is so direct on the prayer. So let's say you are praying that, Lord, touch my life, touch my life, touch my life. Any, any attack of the enemy against my flesh, my weakness that are troubling my life, oh Lord, help me, help me. The more you begin to pray this prayer with, with, with your heart following, you will start picturing some things in your mind. And sometimes this is what, these are some of the things that if your, your weakness is the area of sexual sin, you will start picturing yourself saying no to many people. You will start saying no to your current boyfriend. Start saying no. No, it cannot happen. In your, once you are praying, you will be picturing that thing in your mind. The moment you start seeing that, you have to take note that your mind has also been connected to the prayer and something is happening. Your imaginations have been connected to the prayer. Things are changing. Are you following? 
Hallelujah. So you see, there is a difference between praying in tongues and speaking in tongues. Praying in tongues and speaking in tongues, they are not the same. You can speak in tongues while you are doing many things. But when you make up your mind to pray in tongues, we don't do other things. So you can be cooking while speaking in tongues. Your mind might not even be on the prayer. It might be on the food you are cooking. And that one has what it does. But it cannot be compared to you praying in tongues. Where your heart is attached. Your mind is attached. Every part of your being is attached. Are you following? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless us. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May he empower us. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Your prayer is simple. Mighty God, increase my prayer capacity by the empowerment of your spirit. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. There are some of you listening to me right now. Where God wants to take you, if you don't increase your prayer capacity, you will not see it. That some of you, God is, will stretch you in this moment. God will stretch you in this period. God will stretch you. God, you will pray for three hours and it will still not look enough. God is bringing you to a higher place. And you don't need to remain at that lower level. Your prayer is simple. Lord, my God. As I lift up my voice in prayer, oh Lord, by your spirit, stretch me, increase my prayer capacity for the sake of your kingdom and the destiny ahead of me. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, lift your voice and begin to pray. You can call in and join us in prayer right now. Ipa la 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 la
Even in the name of our Lord Jesus, by Elijah was a man like Ya 
Child of God, hear me. There are many of you, you don't even know the dimensions of things that God wants to use you to do. There are some of you, you don't know the higher level of glory that God wants to bring through you. So you only settle for lesser things. But this afternoon, 
continue as we pray, as we increase our prayer. You see, sometimes you will not be able to know that certain things can, can come out of you until you subject yourself to continuous prayer. That is when you begin to see deeper things in the spirit. That is when you begin to do glorious things for the Lord. Child of God, as you increase your zeal, as you increase your capacity in prayer, you begin to experience the move of God in diverse ways. God, in diverse ways. Amen. Hear me. Now some of you under the sound of my voice, until you give up on that relationship, the glory will not be made manifest. Until you put an end to that kind of life, the glory will not manifest. Oh, may the Lord help us. You know, you know, you know it, you know it. That this addiction has troubled your life for over 12 years. And because of this particular addiction, many glorious things that God purposed to do with you have not been done. Don't joke with the child of God. You want to tell the Lord, Father, show me mercy. I cannot do these things without you. Help me, Father. Help me, Father. Oh, oh. Oh, Lord, help me. Help me, Father. We come out and we pretend as if everything is okay. But we know, we know it, we know it. That we, we, we just know this. Help us, dear Lord. Help us, dear Lord. Help us, dear Lord. In the name of Jesus. Help us, dear Lord. Help us, Lord Jesus. Help us. Help us. Help us. For the sake of the destiny that you have set ahead of us. Empower us, O oh Lord. Empower us, O oh Lord. In the name of Jesus. Now you see, when we continue to pray and still our character and behavior has not changed, there is a problem somewhere with the prayer or with us. Are you listening to me? One of the things that continuous prayer would do to you is that it will strip you of self. You will not be the same again. You that when people insult you and you get angry immediately and you begin to defend yourself that it is good that you are angry because they insulted you. There is a point where prayer can bring you to. When people can give all the insults in the world against you but you will never be angry because by then you are not focused on self your focus is on the lord by then prayer has stripped you of yourself some of you have seen you see yourself so high 
that people can't say any negative word about you. Go and ask Jesus, what wrong did he do? But look at what happened to, look at what people said. Look at what people said. If you have not come to the place where people insult you and you don't get angry, you, are still, you have still a long way to go. If you have not come to the place where people lie against you and you just keep your mouth shut, you have a long way to go. Some of us, anytime we hear something bad about us and it is not true, we want to quickly come and defend ourselves. When you walk with God to a point, you will know defending yourself does not mean you have been defended. And let me tell you this one so that you will learn from today. There are many of you listening to me. This year, many people will say a lot of negative things about you. They will lie against you. I want to help you. When you begin to hear these things, don't say any word. So it will be better if you start praying that Lord empower me to zip my mouth when I hear lies against myself. Because when you start talking, it is a school the Lord wants to take you through. When you start talking and defending yourself, you have failed in that school. And any time God is taking you through a school, he has something that is very high. He has a certain great promotion ahead of you that your eyes cannot see. If you fail, you miss it. Are you following May the Lord help us. May the Lord help us. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Ah, mighty Father. Mighty Father. Mighty Father. Child of God, things cannot remain like this forever. No. No. This is not the time to be complaining. Are you listening to me? This is not the time to be complaining. This is the time to pray. Stop looking at the way things are going in the flesh. The only thing that you can get from that is complaints. And whenever you complain, you reduce the speed with which the answer to your prayer should have come. And sometimes if you continue to complain, you abort the answer totally. Go and read your Bible. From Egypt... Jerusalem was 40 days journey, but it took 40 years before the people got there. Why? Because they did not stop complaining. At every point in time, when they are lacking something, they will continue to complain. 40 years! A 40-day journey took 40 years. What? Don't complain in this life. Are you listening to me? It doesn't matter how you are experiencing the thing. Don't open your mouth to complain. Rather pray. Are you listening to me? Sometimes in the prayer, you cry. Allow it. But in the moment of crying, don't say any negative word against your God. Neither say it against your life. Because whatever you say, you will see the reality of it. 
Are you following? God is not a wicked God. He loves you. He has great plans for you. Whenever you are going through troubles, don't question God. Question yourself. And aside you, know that the enemy does not also want you to see good things. So there are only two possibilities that can bring forth the trouble you are going through. Either from yourself or from the devil. When it is from you, admit it and repent. When it is from you, don't say it is the devil. Because if you don't repent, nothing will change. Are you listening to me? Some of you, the main reason why you keep fornicating is not that Satan is the one that will enter you for you to fornicate. No. It is because you are not praying. You don't pray. You don't pray. And you keep watching ungodly movies. So at every point in time, your mind and your soul, they are all polluted. You can't look at a lady and not think of sex. So at every point in time, whenever a lady gets close, something evil must happen. And it is not the devil. You are, you are, you are trying to feed your soul with junk. Learn and tell God to help you. I've already told you, demons, about 95% of demons cannot work against human beings when their minds are renewed. When you decide that from today, I will not watch any movie that has sex inside. From today, when I, whenever my eyes watch, see something about the nakedness of a woman, I will quickly shift my, my focus from it and begin to deal with negative thoughts in your mind continuously. You will conquer a lot of troubles in your life. And that is why, we, you see, this, these are some of the things we need to pray for. Lord, empower me. Empower my mind not to imagine evil things. And continue to stay in prayer. Delete all the worldly songs on your phone. Are you listening to me? You are doing yourself a great good if you engage in these things. And you will see how it will be very easy for you to conquer the devil when he comes against you. Hallelujah. Can I, can I give you one secret? When it comes to spiritual warfare. You see, let me tell you this. You're a child of God. You need to, Satan will never die. You cannot kill him. Neither can you kill demons. Are you listening to me? They will always work until Jesus appears the second time. They will always work. But you see, it is dependent on the kind of life you want to live that will determine how the devil will work in your life. Are you following? Always tell the Holy Ghost to help you. That is why it will deal with your behavior and your character. I'm telling you. Go to God in prayer. Say, Lord, help me. I can't continue to live like this. So if you global prophets, but they are always destroying your life on the bed of fornication. Global prophets. For you to declare to the world 
that some of you presidents and leaders of nations will come and bow before you and listen to godly wisdom. But look at where you are now. Look at where you are now. One person dating four girls. Satan is eating the destiny that God has given to you. Don't allow it. Don't allow it. There's no glory in that one. In the Munambia Nim. Radimi and Umia so. Omay and Nimraya Hosso. No Omway. In the name of Jesus. DNF, the young man who brassum when your bar papa will free Name or Wajin Pa. I worry. Now only Bob Ramu Bompaye to see the glory of God. Satan will always come and attack, but most someone said, Jina Bompaya. God will always bring the victory. DNF, see. DNF, see. Satan doesn't want these things. He would want you to keep destroying your own life. In the name of Jesus. I know the hand of the Lord is touching somebody right now as I'm talking to you. Some of you, there's, I saw a lady, all of a sudden you began to shed tears. You don't know what came over you, but you began to cry. Allow it to flow. The Lord is helping you. Your Holy Ghost is touching your life now. In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. There is fresh oil that is falling on some young prophets. You will not be like this in ministry. Things will change. And from today, things are changing. In the name of Jesus. You will not cut corners in ministry. You will follow the trend of God. In the mighty name of Jesus. It doesn't matter how long it will take before financial doors will open. You will still stay with God. You will not say what God has not said to get money. May God help us. Thank you, Lord. Addictions are breaking. Addictions, addictions, addictions are breaking. There's somebody listening to me. You're a young lady. I don't want to mention anybody's name. But you have some sex-enhancing objects that you have been using on yourself. Go and burn everything today. The Lord is setting you free. That demon is living your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I suck that demon out of your life in the name of Jesus that demon of masturbation is gone you are free you are free and that this anointing your freedom has arrived in the name of the Lord Jesus that is what makes angels in heaven happy when one soul repents it is much more greater than a visa to America May the Lord touch your life. May the Lord touch your life. Oh, Holy Spirit, help us. Allah, Yes, Lord.
Oh, destiny is calling. Destiny is calling. You cannot end like this, oh Lord. Empower us. Empower us, dear Lord. Empower us, dear Lord. Empower us, dear Lord. And Chichriya Chichriya, ema yempim koye nimu abrabum ewo shebremu. Saniye rade. Saniye. Set us free in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Help us build capacity in prayer. Let us not get tired in Jesus' name. Even when our flesh becomes weak, oh, Spirit of God, empower us. Empower us. Empower us. Fresh oil is being poured on your head right now. Open your heart, open your mind, and receive it right now. the Lord empower all of us. May he increase our prayer capacity. May we not get tired in prayer. 
May he show us great mercy and let his will be fulfilled in our lives. In Jesus' precious mighty name, amen. I want to pray for somebody. There's somebody listening to me. Holy Spirit, help us. The Lord said, As you smite a certain witch that is troubling your marriage, the Lord said, As you strike a certain witch that is troubling your marriage, this is what I saw. Anybody here from Wenchi, the person I'm talking about, you are from Wenchi. I saw in the realm of the spirit. Uh, according to the plan of God, I saw spiritually that a certain man is supposed to get married to you and move with you to a place in Europe, like Germany, something like that. But I see spiritually, the enemy is trying to attack the marriage. And this is what they are doing. I looked and I saw spiritually, they want to, they want to attack the man that wants to marry you. Because I saw that some witches that are in Wenchi moved and joined hands with some other witches that are from the guy's family. And they plotted that they would not allow that marriage to happen. So I saw that they began to release something against the man. So that is what I saw. I looked at the man and I began to see a lot of ants around his head. Plenty ants. And I was asking the angel of the Lord what is happening. And the angel said, we need to pray because they want to release a, a certain spirit of madness against that man so that he will be found on the streets all because he has made up his mind to marry you. If you are that person, I want to pray for you quickly. I want to pray for you. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. If you are that person, I want to pray for you. Almighty God, have mercy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Is there any Barbara here? Barbara here from Wenchi. Barbara from Wenchi. Let me pray for you quickly. Quickly. Barbara, are you from Wenchi? Or your family, you are from Wenchi? Okay. Is there any man you are talking to that is outside Ghana? You are talking to a certain man outside Ghana. The place is in... Where, where exactly? He's in Germany. As I made mention of it exactly. The Lord said we need to pray. 
a meeting has gone on and it is against this marriage. And this is what they want to do. They want to make the man run mad. But the Lord said it will not stand. That marriage will happen. So what I'm, I'm seeing in the spirit, sometimes when he's on his own bed, he can see some people on his wall. A dining wall, he can see people there. And it looks like they are holding knife and they want to stab him. So the moment that he will call you and say they want to kill him, they want to kill him. He said it. Let me show you what is happening. In the realm of the spirit, there is somebody like an auntie to this man that has already married the man. In Tiawarin Ususu many years ago. So when the man made up his mind to marry you, they said, So Ware will pay what destroyed the Because that auntie I am looking at is even dead and gone. But still, she's he is married to that guy even through a river. In Tmehu River Bia. When the auntie was about to die, 13 days before the auntie died, she threw the connection between herself and that guy in the form of a padlock into a river. In the making sure say that connection will not be broken. Anytime the guy makes up his mind to marry, that river activates itself. And I see that the witches in the family who know about these things will also rise. But the Lord said I should pray for you. And disconnect. <sighs> let, let me tell you this. This year you will marry. Okay? You will marry him. In fact, he will marry you too. And we are going to pray. I'm going to show you something that you let him do. Okay? And once that thing is done, the Lord will speak for you. Things will change. You are going to experience that glorious marriage the Lord has spoken to you about. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Israel, this year you will marry. You will travel to Germany too. But you will not even stay there for long. You will move from Germany. I saw God moving you out of Germany, even to the United Kingdom. Get ready. The Lord will show you mercy. I pray for you that the grace of the Lord will be strong upon your life. And that which that is against this marriage, I kill that witch by the authority of the Spirit in the name of Jesus. Your marital door has been opened in Jesus' mighty name. I call it down. Call it down. We are seeing soon the bombay. Are you, you following me? See, one of the best things I can ever tell you is that it doesn't matter what the enemy does. Don't sit down and complain and be crying. Pray. Are you getting what I'm saying? Tell you, Satan will not change you. 
he will always bring the attacks. So you need to also keep praying. So when, when Satan is coming after you, emanene something new will be to you. Are you getting my point? Don't be saying those things. You don't need to do something bad before Satan attacks you. His assignment is to attack. So be very serious. Don't be crying and don't be saying all those kind of things. He will always use this to attack you, sir. Are you listening to me? I know you, we are human beings. And sometimes, some things are very painful when Satan does those things against us. They are very painful. But don't spend months lamenting over something you have already lost. No, there is still life ahead. I know the moment when you remember those things, you, you, you begin to cry. Relax, relax. Are you listening to me? You can't lose one relationship and for three years you are not okay. You're always crying and thinking about it. What are you doing to yourself? Relationship. What are you doing to yourself? Huh? What are you trying to say? That God brought you to this earth to come and be in that one particular relationship. And when that breaks, you, you can't be yourself again. Are you okay? Who, who taught you that? Destiny, have you found your destiny and you want to kill yourself because of a relationship? Relationship break, you want to kill yourself. What is wrong with you? The prophet Kofi Odros anointing. Let me calm down. Amen. Hallelujah. So if it has to take 14 days of fasting to lay hold on one small thing, I beg you, fast. We know we are more than conquerors in Christ. It might not look like that. We are not looking for the one that looks like it. We are looking for it. Are you listening to me? May the Lord help us and empower us. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. The Lord told you you are going to be a global prophet. You are going to be a great man. A very massive apostolic woman. God said you are going to be a global evangelist. I beg you, don't sit down. Are you listening to me? Pray. Fire prayer. Increase your prayer capacity. 
if you used to pray for two hours a day, increase it. Are you listening to me? Set prayer time. One of the ways to set a prayer time that will help you is not that No, no. If you set a prayer time for two hours, make sure you get maybe a song. Hmm? A song that that is two hours long. Listen, whilst you are praying, the song will also be energizing your spirit. From the beginning, this will help you. At least what could you say? Like two hours. And when you listen, still the zeal is there. Continue. Are you following? Number one, number two. O bompaya fa uhushim. O anfa anhuanshima. O behiraheramsa. Father, in the name of Jesus, no, I remember two minutes. No, I said, Father, Jai, found in a shim. I know what I'm saying. No? We have all been there before. Fathers, we pray, oh Lord, to be being a trap 360. Somebody said, I'm the one. <laughs> so we are all the one. Don't worry. We have all been there before. Are you following? Go say after some time. Because you can't be praying for two hours and every five minutes you'll be yawning. Hey, Adain. Sa through all the two hours. Adain, come say, come and do an answer there. Amen. Now listen to me. Let me make this declaration. The Lord just spoke to me right now that some of your marriages are going through serious attacks. I want to make this pronouncement. Any man or woman, any evil spirit that has your marriage as its project work to bring it to destruction by the power of the Holy Ghost, you are leaving your marriage now in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Whether they are in-laws or they are your own family people or it is your spouse or no matter who the person is, we declare in the name of Jesus, your marriage will stand and it will never collapse. Even if you are the cause of the trouble, may the Lord help you. Your marriage will not break. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We will not allow it. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you people of God. And increase you all. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. 
and keep all of you strong. We are still in the moment of fasting, so make sure you don't force yourself to eat before time. Are you listening to me? And you need to be able We are working on destiny, so stay focused. Hallelujah. Don't be moving close to food. Stop that. Are you listening to me? <laughs> we are serious. If you will be out too much, seize your breath for 20 minutes, you will not die. Hallelujah. The Lord bless all of us and keep us strong in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. God bless you and favor you. I pray that the Lord will help you and increase your prayer capacity in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. You are blessed and highly favored in Jesus' precious mighty name. We were supposed to meet yesterday in the evening, but we couldn't because I've traveled um, to a place for, for a while. And um, I'll be back very soon. So we'll be meeting in the evenings and also we'll be doing the priesthood sessions. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you and favor you all. I pray that the grace of God will increase on your lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus. May the Lord open your eyes. May the Lord open your ears. May the Lord stir up the giftings of the Spirit in you. May you not be a weak Christian. May the Lord empower you and cause you to be strong. May the Lord help you to overcome your flesh and your weaknesses. In the name of Jesus. May you not be too emotional to the extent that you abort destiny just to feel good. May the Lord help you. May the Lord help you. May the Lord help you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Lastly, listen to me. Some of you this year, you need to be very strict on how you spend more time on social media. Cut those things. Are you listening to me? You can't be scrolling down on Instagram, sir, two hours. Don't do that to yourself. Sanema Wina will not add anything to your destiny. They are rather taking your time. You see, you said these things. You see, may God help us. Meet me, call WhatsApp, go for status, or be three hours. Meanwhile, the person that posted the thing, who posted Yano call offline, or here, Juma, no bombire, you know, you see, now do we see her? And I went that time, I was saying, Unquana, where me? Now, if you be a DNC tree, Cocansua, eh, so from Pesemendi Beji, we are Nijia. Cosua, and I would do any habit to know what you were in so. Amen. Amen. God bless you, people of God. We shall meet, God willing, this night for 
um, the priesthood session. But I want to meet all of us this evening. Mm -hmm. This evening at exactly 8 p.m. Holy Ghost time. 8 p.m. So please make sure you join us. Amen. Sorry, 8.30 p.m. 8.30 p.m. By then we'd have closed the prayer session in church. So once we are done with the church prayer session, we are going to meet here. It's just for an hour. So make sure you join us. Exactly 8.30 p.m. Hallelujah. The Lord bless us and favor all of us in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You will do well and the devil cannot stop you. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. So at exactly 8.30 p.m. this evening, we are going to meet. The Lord bless you and favor you all. We shall meet. Shalom. Bye-bye. Jesus Christ, to me, 